welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications such as the State Journal and the Exponent Telegram, and numerous news websites throughout West Virginia, including WVNews.com. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audiences with these inspirational business stories. This week, we're going to learn about Rustin Seaman and his organization, New Vision, located in Philippi in Barber County, West Virginia. Rustin, are you ready to get down to business? Yeah, it's game time, Jim. Let's go. All right, man. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to talk about your organization. Rustin Seaman is the managing partner of New Vision Renewable Energy, a nonprofit social enterprise. He also founded Glow Games Basketball, a really cool company that designs and builds LED lighted basketball rims. And we'll talk about that today as well. New Vision is a Christian community development organization working to re-energize communities. It evolved from a rich 50-year history of ministry and development in rural communities in Appalachia and around the country. New Vision started in 2009 out of a friendship between an independent-minded renewable energy innovator and a Christian community development leader who were looking to find new ways to help people help themselves. As a result of this relationship, renewable energy became the vehicle for this truly unique outreach model. As a nonprofit organization, New Vision works locally in West Virginia and globally with faith-based and community organizations to get renewable products into the hands of their members and partners at a rate that is affordable. They also provide the training they need to produce their own renewable energy systems. One of the cool things, one of the products that I'm really excited about is the Ray of Life. The whole room, it's a whole room solar lighting solution, which includes a 12 volt lithium ion battery pack, a thousand lumens LED light panel, and a solar panel. And they produce these LED kits to developing countries and provide them to developing countries where access to electricity is very limited. What an amazing ministry. Rustin, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your organization. Sure. Um, It's great to be here today. So the DNA of our group is kind of neighborhood development, um, trying to help our own community grow and flourish and prosper. Hmm. And for about 35 years, I've been involved with starting different nonprofits and doing kind of what most people call charity-based kind of work, helping get resources to the hands of people that need them. And all that's to say it does improve the quality of our own lives, but there seem to be more uh, to be done in our own community if we really were going to try and solve the problem of poverty and struggle rather than just kind of work at it. And it led led me to uh, continue to find people that are producers, I think production, community production is, you know, one of the key missing links in terms of all the, you know, the social work that goes on with struggling communities. And in our own neighborhood, uh, we had a, we call him our mad scientist. 
He's from Czechoslovakia. He's lived in Barber County now. This would be his 42nd year. Mm-hmm. And he's an electrical engineer. And he happened to make his own solar panels from scratch. And wow. he makes his own diesel fuel and doesn't go to the gas station. <laughs> so when you meet him, he's very, very unique. But he's an inventor. Uh, he goes from one invention to the next invention. And I'm a yeah. community development person. So our friendship developed and, you know, trying to take the good things that he solves and deploy them into communities Mm -hmm. became the DNA of our organization. So we started by actually soldering and making solar panels every Monday night in our own community. It takes about eight hours to manufacture and build one solar panel. Mm. And so we built 36 of them. So it took us eight months as a community group. But by the time we were all done, we actually had strong friendships. And by the time we were done, we actually had an efficient system, and we installed it on our church as a first project. No kidding. And we would we would say we would be the first church on planet Earth to teach its own members how to make their own electricity from <laughs> scratch. That's so cool. When uh, you say that, you know that probably describes a little bit. It's not a normal uh, group. You know, we try and we try and use innovation. Um, the great news about making your own power is you can do that, and there's plenty of sunshine even in West Virginia. Hmm. And that led to the basic DNA called New Vision. We do believe people have to have a kind of a fresh look at what's going on. I don't think it has to be the way it is. Many things in life are the way they are, and sometimes we settle too easily. That hmm. That's just the way it'll always be. Mm-hmm. And we're also renewable energy. So we use that just as a catalyst. We find there's a lot of people that are interested in, in making their own power, but they would want to know how to do that. And rather than being a Ph.D. in kind of a instructional institution, we're a neighborhood uh, group that really tries to get down and dirty and kind of help people, you know, cut through some of the jargon and learn how to do as much as they can for themselves. Yeah. Which so, led us to one of our one of our members wanted to go and spend six months in Africa helping uh, overseas. So when she was going, we wanted to make sure she wasn't in the darkness at night. And so John made a. Uh, solar light that is now called the ray of life his first prototype yeah and it was it was kind of you know it looked kind of like a backyard product but it was very very bright and it worked very very well well if you take food to a hungry uh, location people will love the food if you take water to a thirsty land uh, people will drink it mm-hmm. when you take a light into the darkness of the world uh, not a single human being that i have met yet would prefer to stumble through the night in darkness if there is a way to have a light. Hmm. What we were unaware of is right now it's 1.3 billion people still live on the earth without electricity, which means they're still using candles and kerosene, mm-hmm. and that billion with a B. So it's a huge number of people, and most hmm. of them live in <coughs> rural and remote <coughs> places. So we have, have kind of an affinity. And the great revelation for us was here we are in kind of a backwater community in one of the struggling counties of our state. You know, sometimes people make you feel like you can't do much about right. anything. Right. And we had invent- taken the light to a place where it has no light, so we became real inventors and solution bringers. And so once we saw that there was a great value to our product, now we were trying to figure out can we use that as a community enterprise mm-hmm. and, you know, actually help solve problems in the world. The great news about West Virginia is they are, you know, first class in a number of things. And the one in particular that nobody has thought a whole lot about that we think a lot about is if you are going to dig coal underground, it's like totally 100% dark underground. And before mm-hmm. you dig a single piece of coal, you do have to figure out how to how to light up the space that you're working in. So right. 
coal miners are very good at, you know, creating lighting underground. And so we feel like it's a way for us to take some of the best DNA of our state and carry it abroad. Um, the sun works everywhere on the earth. Nighttime happens everywhere on the earth. Hmm. So anyway, we cool. now have yeah. about 4,000 of these lights in 39 countries. No kidding. And to tell you the truth, when we started, many of the countries, uh, most people would say, that's not really a country, is it? So, you know, like Burkina Faso sounds like a name of a person. It doesn't sound like a nation, but, it's, you know, there's 4 million yeah. people there, and the electricity is pretty sparse. Amazing. So, Ru- Rustin, I mean, I mean, that's amazing what you're doing right there from, you know, Barber County, Philippi, the Chestnut Ridge community there in Philippi, right? And, and yep. so, so I'm going to ask you just to, like, give us the 30-second version of that what's your 30 second elevator pitch for new vision if you could whittle it down to 30 seconds what what yeah, is we're it? we're re- renewable energy community-based group doing lighting in the world and helping to re-energize communities so the most of our work is renewable lighting and then about 20 percent of our work is helping communities figure out how to use solar energy to power their facilities that's awesome what would you say the one thing that you're most excited about about New Vision is right now. What is the one thing you're most excited about? Um, I think we're relevant. You know, it's an innovative organization that is actually solving problems. And, you know, we're, we're, we're five years in, so we're mature enough. We've learned a little bit about some of the ins and outs of what our industry is. And that's exciting now that we have people contacting us trying to ask for our help. Yeah. So... That, that's that's incredible. I love that that you know that energy that you have, and and you can tell it in your in your voice. You got your you got your mission down. You know exactly what you're doing. I I believe the light panels that you guys uh, create. Um, we have a partnership. I I go to Chestnut Ridge Church here in Morgantown, and I believe that you guys provide those solar panels when we send mission teams to Honduras and other places. That those are the light kits that you actually. You know, we're taking these West Virginia products to third world countries, basically. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. The the church sponsored 100 lights units that went on Duras to families on different trips, and the members of the church actually helped to assemble and put it together. That's a little bit of our nuance. Yeah. And then probably the thing cool. that is, you know, the evolution of it is finding sponsors for products for the developing world where people don't know it is, it goes okay, but it doesn't go as quickly as what we had hoped. And while we were in the Dominican Republic, we were lighting up a school gymnasium by putting lights up in the ceiling. And the next thing you know, we we put the lights on the top of the backboard. And we discovered, since we knew how to design and make a product, that you could actually put a light on a basketball rim. Well, Mm -hmm. basketball is the second largest played game on planet Earth. Uh, The rims in every country are the same size. And now we've figured out how to... Uh, create a product for nighttime play. Yes, and this is Glow Games. This is your... Yeah, so what we did yes, with New so Vision about was this, we yeah. created a, a for-profit company called Glow Games yep. that actually has a market-viable product uh, for sports and recreation. Hmm. And the, our goal is to sell as many hundreds of thousands of these as we can, and the proceeds from that will also help us do these lighting projects for villages and families that have nothing. Yeah, so I'm going to describe it, and then I'm going to have you describe it. So this Glow Games product, it's a LED basketball rim. So it's basically a 
a plastic overring that fits over top of an existing basketball hoop that's got LED lights in it. And you've got a, a battery-powered, an, an AC-powered, and a solar-powered version of this so that basically you can take a basketball hoop that's out there in a playground or at a church parking lot or something, any third-world country. It may be a, a dirt area, and they've got this you know, backboard you know, tied up on a tree or nailed up on a tree, and it actually lights up the basketball hoop in a way that you can go out and play basketball at night. Does that basically describe it? Yeah, that's basically it. It's got lights on the inside and outside of the rim, so yeah. it maximizes the amount of light you can put up, and it's just enough light to enhance your ability as a shooter to see the rim and, and to play anywhere in the world. Uh, Drew, we, I'm the general manager of a girls' basketball team in Kenya, None of the girls had ever seen a basketball in their lives, and there's 250 girls. We build a little outdoor court on the top of the the, the sand there, and wow. they play at nighttime because there's nothing else to do except go home and go to bed. And wow. uh, darkness isn't very good for young people anywhere in the world. They would much prefer to be up and be active. Well, sure, that's that's incredible. And you're doing you know you're doing this from Barber County, which is like you said, you know may not necessarily be one of the shining stars in West Virginia, but you guys are a shining star in Barber County. It's amazing to me what you're doing, and this is so cool. I When I was on your website, and I first met you just a couple of weeks ago, and I, I went on your website, and I, saw, I was like, this is crazy. You've got J.J., and I don't know how you pronounce his last name. He's with Barrera. The, yeah. J.J. Barrera with the Dallas Mavericks. You know, and you're you're handing them one of these things. I've seen a picture of you and Bob Huggins and Junius Lewis. You know, with the, one of these basketball hoops that you know, the basketball rim that's that's you know glowing. Talk about like you're you're actually doing this. Not you're not just you know talking about a concept, but you're actually manufacturing these things and getting them out there in the world. Talk about some of those relationships you've you've developed so far. Sure. Well, when we <clears throat> when we discovered putting LED lights on a basketball rim. You know, the big deal was we had to figure out could we make it in such a way that it would be durable. You know, in you know today it's snowing outside and right. you know snow and ice and rain and heat and and then another thing is when Shaquille O'Neal slam dunks on it would it hold up? You know <laughs> that kind of deal. So we engineered our our product. You know to do all those things. We've uh, we have a hundred dollar challenge. We'll give anybody a hundred bucks if they can slam dunk it and pull it off all at the same time. It just uh, it's rugged and it works, and but to do a business you have to invest. So we had to we borrowed money, we we mortgaged stuff, we everything we can to create a, a market viable product costs real money. And unfortunately, investment capital in West Virginia for new and innovative ideas that grow out of small communities like Philippi is almost non-existent and hard to come by. So mm-hmm. partly why we're working so aggressively is you know we. We have to be successful or all in. You know, we do believe it's, you know, everybody that's used it, you know, likes it. Now it's a matter of figuring out the marketing and promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Puerto Rico. So you, you had asked one time about what our best entrepreneurial moment was. Well, yeah. we went to Puerto Rico to help get lights for rural families in the mountains of Puerto Rico. They, it's almost like West Virginia without the with the beach. If, if West Virginia had a beach around it and it was an <laughs> island, it would it would feel like Puerto Rico. But so anyway, the mountain families we we have about 170 lights that were helping families. And since we also have a basketball product, I didn't know much about basketball in Puerto Rico, but I just started asking who's the, who's the basketball king, and that's where I learned about JJ Barrera. Wow! And wow. Uh, 
the they get 300 inches of rain, so their courts are more municipal courts that had covered tin on them. Mm-hmm. And when Maria hit, you know, the basketball courts, the tin just, you know, it took off. So his foundation has been raising money for some of the human needs, but they've also been rebuilding the municipal basketball courts on the island, and they have rebuilt 15 of these courts and got the tin back on and, and all that. And mm-hmm. so he got, bought 30 of these light units for 15 courts. And so that journey led that, I got a chance to meet him, and I guess it was you're always looking for validation about the product that you're doing, and so this was the first NBA player, and uh, when he grabbed it, he looked at it, and, and uh, he said, man, this is cool. I want one at my house, and so that was a, just an awesome moment, and I said, okay, well, no problem. Let's go. You know, I thought his house was around the corner somewhere <laughs> in San Juan. He said, no, my house is in Dallas. I said, well, no problem. We have a great installation program, uh, and we'll be there in Dallas. So we're waiting, you know, hopefully before Christmas to go to Dallas. That's so cool. Put one in his court in his backyard. And I think most people know Mark Cuban is the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. And, you know, the idea of, you know, getting some bigger doors open for us relatively soon would be incredibly uh, exciting for our company in the new year. No doubt. And and, and we're going to put links up to the to the websites and uh, for both of these organizations, you know, in in our show notes, but you guys got to go check this thing out. I mean, talking about it is one thing, but seeing a, just a picture of this amazing LED lighted basketball hoop is incredible and in what you're doing. So you've got you've got uh, New Vision, renewable energy, and you've got Glow Games, which is like the New Vision's the nonprofit side. And you're doing mission work in, in this amazing ministry. And then you've got Glow Games, which is the for-profit to help fund New Vision. Is that, yeah. Do I got that straight? That's correct. Yeah, and that's what makes it a social venture. So yeah. there are it's an, it's an emerging group of businesses in the world. Why not create products that, you know, sell good, that, that perform good, but yeah. also produce other goods in the world? And we're excited about being a part of that. But there's a ton to learn about how to do that well. Absolutely. And there aren't very many examples, you know, here in West Virginia of companies that are dialed in and focused going that direction. Yep. Rustin, I want to take a few seconds just to uh, mention some of our incredible sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like New Vision and Glow Games and Rustin Seaman. All right, Rustin, let's get back to it. All right, so what is the vision? What, you know, I mean, your company's New Vision, so this is kind of a funny question, but what is the vision for New Vision and Glow Games? What do you see, like, what, if you can look out 10 years, 5, 10 years out the, out the road, what does it look like? I think our our headquarters is in a rural, you know, small community, and we live day by day, week by week with neighbors and friends, you know, but now we're putting on the ground in our own community a recreational space that is, you know, just a a good gathering opportunity. We've we've retrofitted an old barn to turn it into a a gym, and um, so we see that, you know, it's kind of re-energizing communities is probably right in the DNA there's a lot of people that are experiencing struggle with drugs and loss of employment and hopelessness and despair all across not only our country but around the world. And so we would hope to be kind of a shining organization that would say, well, start with what you have and here's some ideas of you know, how to get people working together and to create new opportunities for the 21st century. And 
we would we have relationships around the world. We'll be building a Super Seven down in Puerto Rico. You know, yeah. Talk about Houston. talk about what Super Seven is. Uh, it's a it's a small arena. It's got seven basketball hoops. It's thirty six by thirty six, and so it's a it's a caged in arena to where you don't have to chase the balls. Um, you can play seven different sports inside of it. Uh, soccer, you know, volleyball, dodgeball. It's when you something happens to junior high kids when you put them in a cage and give them a ball and tell them to go play. They mm. they actually play. Mm. Um, our concept is sometimes instead of building a great big sports field that costs you know half million dollars or quarter million dollars and put big lights up on a pole, is we use you know much ruggeder material and all the lights are at, on the basketball hoops and. Uh, we see that as an affordable solution for community outdoor space uh, that could be built anywhere in the world. We we actually use pallet use pallets and use political signs and you know it's it's got a low budget kind hmm. of idea, but it plays like a full scale arena for a lot of our kids. This will be the brightest, shiniest, happy little arena they play in, probably maybe in their whole lives. Wow! I mean, not only bringing light to these developing areas but also hope you know and I think that's uh, that's pretty amazing just listening to you talk about that uh, Rustin you know I always ask this question you know but what would you say is the best thing about being in business and doing the the mission work that you have in, in your ministry and what's the best thing about doing that in West Virginia well I think for us you know the fact that it's neighborhood driven so we are creating business enterprise right in the community that we live and love and you know this is my 39th year of living in you know a particular place so you know the i guess that's what we like best about it is in it's impacting kids in our own neighborhood mm-hmm. and it holds the potential for changing the attitude of our whole community and county and i think that's what our state needs most is it actually generates revenue. When you sell a rim in California, the money goes from California to a bank here in West Virginia. And part of our struggle as a state is we have a we have a deficit. <laughs> There's more money that goes out than comes in. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're producing something that generates revenue and opportunity and brings it right back to the community we're from is very exciting. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about the size of your organization? How many folks are involved with it? We're uh, we're very tiny mites, so we actually have two full-time staff for all of this, and we have two part-time people, and then we have all the networks of volunteers and church leaders. So the fact of the matter that you can do stuff all the way around the world doesn't mean that you always have to do it with large numbers. We would love for the day when we're employing you know a really core group of people and strong employment that offers you know a living wage. Yep. Uh, but at some level, it's connected to our ability to take these products and, and get them out into the market. Yeah, Rust- yeah go ahead. Go ahead, Rustin. There's, the numbers show that there's 28 million basketball players in America alone, and so we know there's you know thousands of hoops out there just waiting for our product. Yeah. yeah. What's the price point on those? So the AC unit uh, for Christmas is forty five ninety five. So it's, we have a $50 product. Uh, we have a, an $80 product which runs on batteries, and then the solar panels now with the new tariffs in place are about $120. Yeah. All right, so 
I'm, I'm, I just got to know, like, how, how did you get into this? I mean, this is, I mean, this is not something I can imagine. You just wake up and go, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create solar panels and basketball rims. I mean, I mean, how, how did you get in? What, what's your background? How did you get into this? Well, I was thing? a high school basketball player, so I was mm-hmm. one of five boys in a family that we played driveway basketball in our neighborhood every night. That was our deal. So driveway basketball is, you know, I got a lot of great memories with it. Um, I was a state champion basketball player in Nebraska, and uh, I got injured on my uh, time as a college player. So my career ended kind of unsatisfactorily for me anyway, so I've always loved basketball. And when we made lights for families, that's a real blessing. But when all of a sudden we started putting lights on a basketball hoop, it felt like full circle to me. So Yeah, no kidding. I, I understand, and I can't run like I used to. I never could jump very well, but I can still shoot free throws with the best of them. So before I die, I'd like to be one of the world's best free throw shooters, to the truth. Well, I, I saw that picture of you standing next to Junius Lewis and Bob Huggins, and I think you could probably take hugs. I, I don't know yeah, about I Junius. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> we would see. At the free throw, at the free throw line, you're, the, the, the ground is level, it's kind of like at that point. So anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll be glad to take you on. So. That's, that's fun. That's fun. What, you know, uh, Rustin, what's, I mean, you've been, you've been in business here a while, and you've been doing, doing some really amazing things. And, in the social enterprise sector and, and uh, your mission work, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners and entrepreneurs in West Virginia? Uh, well, that's a good question, and it's probably not like the answer. But I would say, you know, it is going to hurt, and mm-hmm. you just gotta, you just gotta love it. I mean, our American capitalistic system is available for all of us to tap into. It's you know, but uh, you know, the learning process as a new business leader trying to create a for-profit product and company um there's just some painful things that you i guess you have to learn in the journey to get to where you want to get to and if you're not if you're thinking it won't hurt then you may quit too early and if you're thinking it won't hurt you're just not it's not going to be that way and when it does you learn through it and grow through it and so far we're still upright and we're still moving yeah what's what's your uh, worst business moment so far in this in this venture well, when we created our Ray of Life product, we designed uh, an injection mold to where the solar panels would fit inside the case along with the battery and the LED light, so it would all be self-contained. It was a very exciting, it was a big investment of about $40,000 to make the mold and to get everything done. And then we ordered the solar panels. The only manufacturers of small solar panels were in Taiwan that would fit our our product so mm-hmm. you know that's a probably a year worth of effort between the mold and the panels and getting it all sized right and we had fifteen thousand dollars worth of panels that hit new york harbor one week after a new tariff had been applied there was uh, a u.s company that had taken china to court for dumping solar stuff mm. and it's they tell me the first time in history that the chinese uh, country was found guilty and it was a tariff enacted well what it meant for us was all fifteen thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollars of our panels were now in the harbor and they couldn't even tell us how much money it would take to get them out of the harbor mm. so we had to send them back to czechoslovakia then we tried to get them in through peru and we ended up losing all those panels and they just they eventually sell them in customs and so that was a bad moment and painful and mm. it was a complete surprise and 
it lets the air. And then when we shipped panels to Puerto Rico, we have 170 panels that are stuck in customs today because of the new solar tariff. And they arrived in Puerto Rico, I think, about two weeks after the new tariff was announced. So those are pretty painful experiences. I don't know how we're going to work work through it, but we're we're trying to get the right kind of congressional exemption because of the nature of our work, and it doesn't seem right to capture solar panels when you're trying to help Puerto Rican veterans. Wow, what's your what's your takeaway from that? And uh, like, if you can sum it up, well, you know, I think there are you you probably have to have contingencies. There are. As a new business, as a small business person, I just I don't know how to keep my hands on all the information about the how the world economy works. It was a complete surprise to us. Like the the latest tariff, which just came out of blue, you know, thin air. Wow. And you know, it's a it's a gut wrenching deal, and it both times it almost tipped us to where you almost say, well, we just have to give up. This is too hard. But anyway, we're not that kind of people. We don't give up very easily, but. Mm. You know, that, that's why they're, well, the other takeaway is there's over a billion people with no lighting or electricity in the world, and because of that, the reason is the laws and the rules don't make it very easy for that problem to go away, and it's unfortunate. Wow. Rustin, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Um, I'm an optimistic person. Um, I'm a person of faith, you know, and faith is a substance of things hoped for. So anyway, we haven't really punched through in the way that we hope to one day. And I think every day you got to come and believe again that what you're doing, we're certain about what we're doing. It's the right thing to be doing. We just have to keep going until we find some of those, you know, greener pastures, I think. Sure thing. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Well, email. The good thing is we're connected to the whole world. I Skype uh, yes. with people in China. I, I was Skyping with a man in Guatemala yesterday who was helping us. And so Skype is a good tool. And email with Outlook, I mean, I we're not disconnected to the whole economy of the whole world if you figure out how to leverage it. I wish our Internet speed was quicker. We It's a disaster how much time we spend just kind of waiting for stuff to download. But anyway, yeah. That's another story. Yep. Rustin, if you, I mean, obviously you've been, you've been around West Virginia, you know a lot of people, but if you could meet somebody in West Virginia who could help your business get to that next spot that you want to get to, the next level, who would it be? Well, in West Virginia, that's not a, too difficult if you have a basketball product. I think uh, there's a little guy named Jerry West who's the NBA logo, so we would love to meet with him. And they actually, the NBA Coach of the Year is Mike D'Antoni from Mullins, West Virginia. So either one of those two people. I have met Mike's sister, Kathy, who works for the State Department of Education. So both of them have connections in the world of basketball that could change our night into day, you know, pretty quickly if we can only meet with them and explain what we're doing. Absolutely. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring uh, entrepreneurs and business people? Well, it's kind of an odd one for me, but the book's called Let Justice Rule Down. It's by John Perkins, and it, you know, his is a story of perseverance and, and community, you know, why, why stay at it in neighborhoods, and so I would recommend that for anybody. Awesome, man. We'll add that to the list. We have a resource section where we can, uh, anybody who wants to go in there and check out these books can just click a button and order it right from Amazon, which is pretty cool. So, Rustin, I mean, I'm I'm kind of blown away. Uh, you know, it's just in talking with you. I met you, like I said, a couple weeks ago, and I, I'm just, 
you, you got you're a cool dude. Let me just say that. And I think what you're yeah. doing is, no, you is a, I, I think you're you're it's just amazing. It's very inspirational just to to listen to your story, listen to what you're doing, you know, trying to be a light, not only, you know, in your in your spiritual walk, but actually lighting up the darkness with LED solar powered lights in these developing countries. Billion Billions of people that don't have electricity, don't have lighting. We take it so so much for granted. And here you are, you and your your partner, doing this stuff, and it's just absolutely incredible. And uh, to think that you're doing it from from Barber County. I love Barber County. My wife's family has a farm down there, and and I just love that that area of West Virginia. And uh, to to see what you guys are doing there in a rural community, a small town. Uh, getting your your neighborhood and your community and your church behind everything is just is just absolutely incredible. So thank you for what you're what you're doing. Thank you. Well, uh, R- Russell, what's the best way for folks to to learn more about Glow Games and New Vision? What's what are some of the best ways for them to to re- you know to learn more about your company? Well, we we do have two websites. So Glow Games is G L O G A M E S dot cool C O O L, and uh, they can find out information about uh, Light It Up and the Super Sevens are embedded there. And then New Vision is N V R E New Vision Renewable Energy dot org, and we have information about our our community mentoring and reenergizing and lighting programs there. Awesome. I'll make sure we have links to that and folks. Please check those those two websites out. There's some amazing stories there, videos, uh, the product shots, the whole nine, and it's really, really, really super cool. And uh, Rustin, again, thank you for your time to be on the podcast. I hope that this in some way helps get the word out about what you're doing. And uh, just I just want to encourage you to keep going, man. It sounds like you've yeah. you've gone through the tough times, and now now it's uh, it's time to for for people to to, to grab you know grab onto this concept and s- support you your organizations well we appreciate that and since it is christmas time and people are looking for good little gifts to give we would uh, we're hoping that uh, our little west virginia product will make it onto some rims all over the country so anybody that's listening you know go on our website and see if you want to buy one absolutely thanks rustin i appreciate you and being on on the show well folks that's a wrap on another episode of positively west virginia positively west virginia is brought to you by the state journal wvnews.com Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Rustin Seaman and New Vision, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate all the positive comments you guys have been sending the social media shares and and encouragement as well we really appreciate that on behalf of our entire positively west virginia team until next time i'm your host jim matuga